Hello, this is the Ethical Business Podcast and my name is Janet McLaughlin. I'm the Managing Director and Founder of a company called Marmion based in Yorkshire. And today, episode one of two is going to explore the opportunity for, in particular, leaders within businesses to take some time out for themselves, possibly to take an extended holiday, to learn something new, or just to take a bit of a break out of the a very hard life that we all live as business leaders. So today I've got the I've got two guests. Uh, Matt's joining me as well as Hello. always, <laughs> but I've got Matthew Pickthall, who is a senior manager with Tesco's. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Janet. Hello, Matt. <laughs> Hello. And Matthew, you're coming to the end of your sabbatical year, aren't you? Yeah, I've got. Let me work it out. Two months left. Two months. From taking a, a full year out last um, last September, end of September. So yeah, a crazy, a crazy year and a liberating year at that. And when you, I mean, when you broached the subject of taking the year out, how did, how, how did your bosses respond to that? Well, I think first and foremost, with Tesco, I'm working for Tesco for 28 years this year. What's been really nice to see over the last few years is the opportunity to take right. time out. Yeah. Um, we used to call it a career break many years ago, uh, and unfortunately a career break would last the same amount of time, a year, but ultimately you weren't able to come back to the position that you may be left. Yeah. So a lot of people probably chose not to do that. Whereas over the last couple of years, we've changed it to what we call a lifestyle break. Right. I've called it a sabbatical. Right, okay. uh, and um, within Tesco's, you get the opportunity to take up to a year uh, right. of, of planned unpaid leave. Yeah, so that's an opportunity that not many people get. And I think for me, uh, there was a number of reasons why I wanted to take that. First and foremost, it, it would give me the, the, the opportunity to spend more time at home with the family and the children. you've got young kids, haven't you? Yeah, I've got, um, I've got four children. Two have grown up and are, are doing their own things now. And, and I've got two children at seven and five who are at primary school. And my, my youngest has suffered from a speech and language delay. Uh, and we think that there's probably more, some autistic traits as well, which we've since found out, um, probably from me being able to be be there yeah. uh, and be present from drop-off, pick-ups, you know, spending more time at home. Uh, we've been able to establish that, you know, he's needed a little bit more support. Yeah. Um, so, so being there for the family, supporting my wife has been a huge you know, opportunity to give her the opportunity to, to be fully focused at work and not worrying about the little things that, mm. you know, make a big difference when you, you've got two two parents yeah. who are working full time. And, and I think that's enabled my wife to flourish and, and, and to, to, to be really successful. But ultimately, that's given more time back, I think, to the family as well, that we get more quality time but I think we get a bit of quantity as well which yeah. is sometimes the thing that you miss when again you're both working and then I think for me it's about doing things that you never get the opportunity to do. So what sort of things have you done in the last year? So I, I'd put on a few pounds um, <laughs> so the first thing was to try and get fit so I've, I've lost a bit of weight I put a bit bit on earlier this year probably through contentment <laughs> yeah. uh, so I'm, I'm trying to get back on that thread to lose Looking a bit. Looking very trim though. I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm, I'm wearing dark clothing. <laughs> I, I find it always helps. Um, so to help, you know, from the health perspective, mm. and then I've 
spent more time with the family, as I've said. I've started playing golf again, which is was always an interest of mine when I was younger. Being able to do things as a, as a, as a family, but not be restricted as much through your diary of work yeah. has been really important. And then probably the, mo- the most enjoyable part is being able to do a, a diploma in wine, which wow. is something I, um, I really, really enjoy learning about. And as often uh, people talk about drinking about as well. So, I tell you what, though. So, I mean, it wasn't deliberate, but you're sitting next to my mate Dave, who has similar interest, slightly different in other other areas, but wine definitely. Definitely. And I have been on the receiving end of that interest as well, sadly. <laughs> but there we go. It's fun, but the next day is not so good. So, so in terms of the preparation leading up to your departure. What things did you have to consider and prepare for in order to make that happen so the smooth transition? Because as a senior manager, your absence would have been felt. Yeah. And your colleagues, you'll have had people who looked up to you, who you're mentoring or whatever. What sort of things did you have to prepare? Uh, you know, did you have to put in motion yeah. to make it happen? So, I, you know, I worked with, in, a, in a great team. My my boss is, is, is an incredible leader in terms of making sure that we deliver the job but also looking after us as individuals so the conversation initially I suppose with her was around you know I want to spend more time to support my son in his first year at school so that was where and and I couldn't have got much more support from my boss to be able to do that but as that evolved then the realization of transition preparation then comes into it I'm quite processed and routine focused and very kind of almost like a perfectionist so me going away for a year and handing over a team of kind of 35 36 direct reports uh, between seven and nine hundred kind of colleagues it would send ripples through me going off and doing something different so there was a lot of preparation in terms of conversations with my boss initially in terms of how do we tackle that to make sure that it doesn't almost upset the apple cart of the team being worried about me going, who's taking over, what that's going to look like. And then it's a, it was very much around how can I hand over my team, my my role to somebody else with everything so that it's almost like a, a continuation. Yes. Yeah. Other than that, it would be a different personality leading that team. Because mm. again, everyone's different. And I think speaking to some of those individuals since I've I've taken and I'm on my sabbatical I think it does freshen it up yeah and I think it really helps you know getting a fresh pair of eyes to do the job that you did in a different way to help everybody so it doesn't just help me in terms of helping me with my mental health and, and enable me to refresh and restart yeah. but again the team um, but there was a lot of consideration to make sure that the team if they had any questions when we announced it, that we'd already kind of answered them in terms of what we'd prepared for. Uh, and I think my style is very much to be forward planned and organised. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't think any of my team um, would have been disappointed with, with, with the answers to some of the queries that they would have had at that point. I think the other, you know, one of the lovely things about hearing that story is, you know, from a brand point of view, the fact that a big beast like, Tesco, I mean, a huge organization, you know, for your, you know, the people who reported into you, for them to see their boss being able to and being supported through the process of taking some time out. 
I, I imagine that must have given quite a lot of confidence to them about the organisation they were working for. Because I think everybody who sees a big corporation is quite cold and unforgiving, whereas actually, you know, they don't really care about their people. Well, clearly from you know, the message from your experiences, the complete opposite, they do value you they, they are prepared to let you take time out and will you go back into a similar role or is that to be discussed or do you, you know do you yeah know? so so that's to be discussed I, I can do you know that's yeah. that's something that again is great about taking the year out is that you go back yeah. into the job that you did before yeah. uh, there's still two months left to enjoy yeah. yeah um i've started the discussions in terms of what, what that what that's going to yeah. look like but again that could lead to doing something completely different yeah. within yeah. the organisation or maybe outside the organisation. But yeah, you can go buy, buy all their wine. I could. Yeah. Oh my goodness, what a joyful I'll certainly try and job! Drink it. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I took a year. I mean, whenever my son also, you know, he had um, some learning challenges as well, and speech was one of them. And I took out when he was going to high school. I actually took. I made the decision that I would take time at home and give up my career so that I could be there for them in the morning and at night and the evening because I thought that was really important. So I completely understand why you did it. And I have to say the dynamic in the family, it was it was probably the best thing I did. So, you know, why yeah. shouldn't you as a dad? And interestingly, you're a bloke doing it. Yeah. You know, which is, which is great. I think why shouldn't men take time out to do family stuff, you know, because that's what it's all about if you can do. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, if I could tell anybody or everybody to, to take some time out for for for, for yourself uh, at some point in your career you know it, it's been the best thing that I've ever done mm-hmm. and I think to your point the, the family have, have, have benefited from that I've certainly benefited from that from a from a health and mental health well-being point yeah. point of view and it just it, it just kind of regalvanizes you and, and and gives you the opportunity to 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 reflect, and and I think when you 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 work in day in day out, you 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 forget to to reflect on the things that you've accomplished and yeah. the things that you want to do, yeah. and this is an opportunity that gives you that. Yeah, I think you know leading nicely on to my mate Dave. Dave is not your real name. A bit of mystery on this podcast, guys. <laughs> but you know, I think it's and, and there's a reason for doing that because um, you know you're in the very early stages of thinking about. Yes. something like yeah. this you know and it would be really interesting to hear from you in terms of what you know why why you need to sort of make sure all the planning is in place before you announce generally what you're planning on doing what and what's made you decide to do it well taking a year out i i'm wanting to do a challenge yeah. always wanted to do to do challenges and this is a year 11 month challenge mm-hmm. uh, i don't mind saying it's it is um, sailing around the world mm-hmm. in a race i'm currently founder and managing director of a reasonably sized business mm-hmm. which has grown significantly over the years and it comes to a point when the stress levels of mm-hmm. of that business as it's growing really do start taking mm-hmm. its toll Mm-hmm. And I found that this was an ideal opportunity for me to start letting go and passing things on to the team. Yeah. Uh, we we have a great team. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, just walking away wouldn't have been, wouldn't have happened. No. It would have just gone on and and on. Yeah. So I decided to want to do this challenge, which then gives me 
that motivation to make things happen. There is a set time I have to get things done by. Mm -hmm. So I'm forced, in a way, to get the planning done. And that will be in just over a year's time. So I've made the initial plans early part of this year and now starting to deliver them to the staff. And this is why I've, uh, I can't use me, my own name, <laughs> because I've only got through some of the senior managers yeah. in what's actually happening. Yeah. Um, but it's all part of the succession plan. And as long as that's put across in the right way, mm-hmm. then it is seen as a big benefit to the whole team. Because at the end of the day, mm. you know, starting from the top, my operations director never mm. in his wildest dream thought he could yeah. eventually become managing director and then the same going down we've got going down service chain, yeah. managers going to directors hr managers going to directors mm. uh, and build, building this team so it's it's coming across in a positive way yeah. but it's it's got to be carefully crafted do you know one of the things, the important thing you said there about succession, mm. because if you're building a legacy build a business, you know, succession has got to be a critical success factor. And having, mm. you know, the fact that you're giving yourself such a long time, because it's not a decision you make overnight. It's a decision that you, it, the idea starts to form. And then you think, okay, a responsible business owner manager mm. will think, okay, what do I need to do to make this happen? And I know, because we've had a number of conversations about it, which I just love the idea, which is why, you know, Matt, by the way, in a couple of years time, you can have a sabbatical. <laughs> I just want you to go out and do some traveling. But, you know, I think that succession, mm. it gives you time then to say, I can still carry on with my business and enjoy my business, knowing that I've got a very strong leadership team mm. who are there because a they're trained they are motivated and but you're still there you're not going anywhere because I mean knowing you you'll still be on the phone loads but you know it's I think it's really important that there's an opportunity for a business to transform to to let people do things on their own it's, rather it, than you being the main it is it's, it's empowering them yeah and it's it's very difficult when you've created a business from scratch 20 odd years ago yes, yeah. and you know you've grown that into what is quite a large business now yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's the, the stages of growing that business getting out out of micromanaging yes it's a difficult thing for yep. a business owner when everything's on the line the house the the lot yep. Yep. it is very difficult to get out of that and over time you do but you're still heavily involved mm-hmm. probably still too much and it needs something like this to to be able to force the issue to pull away and let them get on with it yeah. let them run it yeah and let them make, yeah you know yeah. make the decisions let them make the mistakes yeah. but also let them come up with their own ideas yeah. and succeed and, and, and succeed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think those points are really interesting. We've spoken a lot about um, succession planning here in Marmion because ultimately, you know, to grow the business, we have to have that succession plan in place. And I know that Janet and I have spoken about sabbaticals because she's keen for me to take one. I know Janet wants to take one herself. And that's been one thing that I've struggled with. Although I'm not Marmion's founder, I still am very much involved in everything Mm -hmm. that goes on. And 
I struggle to switch off, even when I take my holiday, which I'm entitled to, you mm. know, this this holiday that I've just been on about three weeks ago was the first is, holiday yeah. that I felt like I really switched off because I have taken that step up onto the board and we've now passed more responsibility on to other members of the team. And I know that I can go away yeah. and trust that they're going to crack on and look at where we're at now. Yeah. You know, mm. the business continues even if you're not there. And that's yeah. that's a really interesting point. But also... Going back to what Matthew was saying before about, you know, trying to kind of prepare for that. I think that's mentally, you know, when you're preparing and going through those stages, it's trying to get into that mindset of, you know, getting everything in place, making sure you've got the right people there so that actually those teams can continue functioning as normal. But how does how does your because Doreen, she's going to love me for calling her Doreen. (laughs) Dave and Doreen. Dave and Doreen. She is just going to love me for that one. I hope you're listening, Doreen. I mean, how does Doreen feel about, you know, your... I mean, it's a big it's a big adventure you're going on. I mean, I have to say, every time I think about it and I watch the videos, I go, look. Yeah, it, it, it is huge. It's something I've never done before. I've never done sailing. So it's something completely <laughs> out there. Um, yeah, it's a little bit bonkers. Obviously, to start off with, uh, Doreen was... <laughs> she's going to love that. Was, ...was not too keen, but she's she's supported me and me. Other yeah. challenges which yeah. I've done, done some pretty big ones. Yeah. But at the end of the day, she she knew, once we discussed it, that my mind was made up. Yeah. Um, not in a way that that's what I'm going to do, but mm-hmm. in terms of that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. She has the opportunity to also take the year out mm. or pretty much retire mm. and travel around the world to the different ports, wow. things like that. So she's going to have a wonderful time uh, doing that. And she also sees it as her way out of full-time employment as because well. Because she's been pl- she's also been planning, hasn't she, in terms of her succession plan Absolutely. internal. Yes. You know, because I know, because I can see it when we're working with you, we work with you can see that planning and preparation. I think that's the key mm. thing, isn't it? It is. Planning and preparing and not being mm. afraid to let go. Mm. I mean, when you were, when you left, when you, Matthew, when you made the decision to go, I mean, how how long in in advance did you have to? What how long did your prepare preparation take? It was probably I asked for time off four months before I went. Right. Okay. And then used those four months then to prepare for yeah. me for for me going. But it probably got more intense in the last kind of five six weeks really. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I think you know the difference for me is that. Um, it was a it was an opportunity in a big organisation. It's an opportunity for somebody yeah. else to to step up and do a big role. Yeah. yeah. So I remember my first night after I'd I'd handed over the keys. Should we say? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've never slept so well. Do you know, you know I, I did the it same. Was, it was it was incredible. I, I, yeah. You know it was. You know, I felt like I prepared, and I think yeah. you go back to that. You feel then you're just getting your your head ready for being able to go. That's it. I've handed the keys over. It's somebody else's responsibility. Yeah. And that sleep that 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 night was the best sleep I'd had for years. It was, it was how great. did you? Sorry. How did you find leading up to finishing your actual stress levels at that point in those last few weeks? Yeah, it was so. Again, it was it was about handing over to somebody, um, also because you know in big organisations, in 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 small businesses, big businesses, the business still 
still going. So it doesn't stop for, for everybody to readjust. Mm. So you have the pressure of the business still moving. Mm. Uh, and then you have, I suppose, the pressure that you put on yourself to hand mm. the reins to somebody else. Mm. So it, it does feel like the stress levels go up a notch, but you can see the, 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 the reason why you're doing it. Mm. And actually, I, I actually found it quite enjoyable mm. because you knew that it, it wasn't stress levels that were going to continue after the handover. It was just at that period of time. And, you know, there was an opportunity to, you know, for me to say goodbye to a, a few of the yeah, team, yeah. you know, because you knew that they might not be there. There might have been uh, students going on to different things. So it was an opportunity to kind of enjoy some of that as well, really. So I suppose leading on from that, one of the things you mentioned, Dave, about the focus on planning, because you know that is something that's going to happen in the future. It gives you that absolute focus on the strategy to make the handover a successful one. And while you're doing that, because when you're not doing your normal, normal day-to-day stuff, you kind of think, I'll get around to that training. I'll get around mm. to that. I'll get that. Yeah. But now you've got no choice. no choice. You have to do it, mm. which is really great, isn't it? You've got that chance to do that to invest that time it it is i can already feel the stress levels have gone up significantly probably doubled in 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 terms and this is a year beforehand and in our situation the company is expanding yes significantly as well so we've got all those issues i also know that this has to work Mm -hmm. because when i'm on the ocean Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm relying on this management team to keep the company going and, and, and to prosper mm-hmm. or at the very worst just to keep it going Yeah. so I've, I'm, I'm still going to once I leave I'm still going to have that, that, that pressure over that year and I'm still going to be checking in once I get into ports and things like that so it, it's, it's, it's going to be um, a strange journey mm. A difficult journey, uh, but at the end of it, you know, if if we fight hard enough and drive drive it over this next year, I'm mentoring yeah, the the yeah. new MD who's who's, mm-hmm. who's who's been with us several years. Yeah. As long as I do that job right and help him to mentor the other people into their positions correctly, then there's no reason whatsoever why it shouldn't work. And at the end of it, Mm. when I finish the sailing, that's the point where I can actually relax and think, right, they've done it for a year. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Keep keep going. Amazing. Keep going. And um, I won't be coming back in. I've got no intention to come back in full time. Yeah. I was into just the ask you that. Because yeah. if I've got to come back in full time and pull it back round, we're yeah. in a yeah. we're in a difficult position. Yeah. So you so to, to be able to test your uh, test it in practice, will you leading up to that time, will you do periodical testing to see how they cope under specific you know, specific the, situations? That is part of the of yeah. the mentoring. Yeah. And that's start that's starting now, yeah. and I'm already working Fantastic. with the operations director, yeah. training him up. When I've got a decision yeah. um, to make, yeah. it's come in. Let's make this decision. What would you do? Yeah. How 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 do you see this? Um, this is the way I see. It. 
they might see it a, a different way a better yeah. way absolutely great yeah. as long as they're actually seeing that there's those those decisions because mm -hmm. it is a big step up from a an operations director's role yeah. up to a managing director which is basically it's going to be it's not going to be the owner but it's going to take take that role big, as a big decision it's got big yeah big, big decisions lots of different departments in mm -hmm. finance as mm -hmm. well yeah um so yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, you know, for me, this whole, the idea of taking time out uh, to do something for yourself, I think that's, I'm certainly seeing a lot more of that in terms of people's appetite for doing that. Um, mm. Because, you know, as I said earlier, you know, the leaders aren't, people in leadership roles aren't often, don't often, and, and don't often give themselves time, you know, to, um, to take a rest because we are all responsible for more people's mortgages we're responsible for you know our customers our colleagues everybody you know it's a it's a big big role that we have people don't appreciate it and and we are the worst when it comes to looking after our mental health we are the worst when it comes to looking after ourselves i mean when i know when matt goes on holiday i say matt for goodness sake did you just leave your phone at home i know he won't because i won't either but i do but you know i think because we are our business is growing what's been what we've been able to do is make sure we focus on we're so focused now on making sure that our team are capable to be able yeah. to do things in our absence it's great when matt comes back and says i'm really looking forward to getting back to work because yeah. you know nobody's spoken to me i'm going yeah yeah i didn't want to speak to you because i'm so determined and that's mm -hmm. exactly what you'll do and the preparation you've made you know matthew for your team you know would have been very significant it's great seeing the different the contrast here we are just a little business you're a medium business you come from a very large corporation it's interesting it'll be interesting to see how many companies really adopt that policy of giving people time out at leadership yeah. level yeah you get burnt out don't you i think that's the you know in, in any small medium or large you know yeah. you and it's you talked about rest that yeah. rest usually comes too late you know when, when right. yeah, you know when people are thinking about retiring yeah. or things like that mm -hmm. and actually you know for me what it's given me is that opportunity to go you know what i've, I've still lots to mm -hmm. give yeah what that looks like you know well the future you know will will determine that but um continuing the vein that i was in before mm -hmm. you know you you're you know you're running on fresh air sometimes yeah. and yeah. a lot, it's not of, sustainable, a lot of coffee and red bull yeah. yeah, but you know, I, I, looking at that thing about burnout, my husband had clinical burnout. He was a dentist. He does practice. We have practiced for years and years, and you know, I could see the point where he was no longer enjoying life. Nothing. He looked forward to nothing, and it wasn't until he sat down with someone and said, "You're actually suffering from clinical burnout." And that, you know, he gave himself permission to stop working. I mean, he dreaded Mondays. He just dreaded the whole idea of going into work. And it, and it actually almost to the point of paralysis. And, and because he gave himself permission then to say, right, I'm not doing it anymore. He took some serious time out. And then he's now gone back in, but in a completely different role and is enjoying life a lot more. He's working not as long hours, which is fine, but actually taking, giving himself permission as a business, and he was a business owner as well, you know, giving yourself permission to look after yourself is something that 
many business leaders don't do and I think that's really important and I think that comes back to once when you're building a business from from scratch yes. is stopping that micromanagement yeah. and getting away from that stopping doing all the little things which you don't mm. need to do mm. you know learning how to delegate mm-hmm. a lot of business owners there haven't been trained in management skills they don't they don't put any training into mm-hmm. them at a, a, a younger age when they're starting the business one because they can't afford it yeah and they're just trying to get on and build a business yeah in whatever way they can and it's difficult then to retrain your brain to actually say i don't need to do that yeah i know we've talked about this quite a few times in in that you know running a business and investing in yourself but investing in yourself is not just about investing in, you know, training and, and, you know, doing different courses and blah, blah, blah. But it's also investing in your mental health and investing mm-hmm. in yourself to give yourself permission to do things that will let you have a proper rest. I mean, I remember that first night I stopped working. I'd, I've worked since I was goodness, And I remember that first night and that Monday morning when I woke up when I didn't have to go to work. And it was the be- it was the best weekend ever. And of course, I got up on the Monday morning. I made sandwiches. I mean, by the time apparently the kids said, by the time I got to lunchtime, the sandwiches were very soggy. I just laid there with them. <laughs> but you know, something. It was fun. It was something. I settled into it so well. So I completely get where you're coming from. Mm. So I suppose you know. Well, I suppose we can all agree is sabbaticals, time out for yourself is absolutely something everybody, if you can get a chance to do. It's definitely the way, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, it's the best thing I've done. Yeah. So uh, you know, it's 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 great for I think it's great for you and it's great for everyone around you. Yeah. So that's how I would describe it. Yeah. So, in part two of this podcast, we're going to be speaking to someone who's actually completed his sabbatical. Somebody from our own industry, actually from the recruitment industry, which is very rare to um, the industry to being so considerate of its employees Um, and that will be in part two and for now uh, I just want to say thank you very much Matthew for coming in thanks Dave send my love to Dory (laughs) she's going to love that as I say and uh, we look forward to part two so that wraps it up for this episode and thank you for listening if you'd like to know more about what we do here our website is wearemarmion.com thank you for listening and we'll speak again soon